Good morning, everybody. Hopefully you're doing all right. Welcome to this Tuesday show that I forgot to set up correctly. <laughs> God. Oh, no, I hope it's not going to be one of those days. Anyways, hopefully you guys are doing outstanding today. I know today is going to be a little stressful. I'm still trying to decide how I'm going to deal with that part of it. But to jump into things, welcome to Break the Cycle with DSD. I am your host, Dwayne. I am not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who have, who has and is continuing to go through a complicated situation. And I have developed some tips and techniques that I use for myself that I share with you to help you get your life back. Break the cycle of abuse strengthen relationship with your kids and just try to minimize the damage that these people inevitably do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ah, remember that only a licensed therapist in a clinical environment can diagnose somebody. So be very careful of throwing around diagnoses because it can get you into a bit of trouble uh, and hurt your credibility. And that is the best thing that we have when we go through this and once we start losing that we talked a little bit about that yesterday once we start losing our credibility things start to go south so you don't want to add any extra damage to that if you know what i mean <clears throat> if you like what i'm doing here and you want to support the channel and i really do appreciate all the new members we've got a couple this week that'll be listed in the credits at the end uh you can do that by becoming a channel member over at youtube.com slash dad's surviving divorce just look for the join button if you decide to do that many different tiers you can pick but basically you get custom emojis custom badges access to member only events and uh, access to the member only section of the discord the Discord's still open to everybody but there's a special section for for members so appreciate all the people who have done that it really helps if you want to get text notifications of when this show goes live, you can uh, text DSD Live to 844-598-0012, 844-598-0012, and that'll get you a, noti a text notification right to your phone with the link for the show so you don't miss it. <clears throat> and uh, if you are new to the channel and you haven't hit the subscribe button, please consider doing that today. Hit the subscribe, ring the bell so you don't miss anything. All those numbers help. YouTube tracks all that. So hopefully you guys are doing pretty good today. Uh, let me just double check some things here to make sure everything is running and working. I've got a few people here already, so that's outstanding. Uh, let me see what's going on in the chat. Now let's see, we got Montana. Jamie, hey, I always wanted to go to Montana. One of these days, hopefully I'll be able to do that. So let's see, good morning to Alex. Uh, Bear says it's just starting to get cold. And uh, the, I, normally, Bear says the central flyover states. <laughs> so anyways, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me this morning. And uh, the thing I want to jump into today, this will be today's topic. I didn't get to it uh, yesterday. And it's a situation that I've been dealing with for the last couple of weeks and thought I would share it with you just to uh, find... Um, uh, I think it would be relevant. Sorry, I saw something in it, and it set my mind down the, a different path. And that's about getting provoked by your ex. And, and one thing you'll more than likely know, if you're dealing with somebody who's actually toxic, who probably, if they were diagnosed, might, might have something, is they don't stop what they're doing, and they'll continue playing the same type of games, the same tired tactics over and over again. And... 
I noticed this recently because I needed to get uh, some documents for at least a couple of the kids. So uh, I had mentioned that to my youngest and uh, I guess in conversation that didn't directly come back to me, but it was like, oh, I can't do that because your dad can't keep, keep hold of anything because he loses everything. And I remember when that happened, and this was just, I mean, this was last week, and I was just like, what? It's like I got every piece of freaking paper. I mean, the only thing I've ever lost was, you know, when Yahoo Mail crashed and it corrupted basically a, you know, two-year period of email. But I scan everything, I save everything, have things in a safe, you know, I mean, it's just like, really? But... The thing you got to remember is when stuff like that happens to be careful that you don't that you don't react to it and basically fall into the trap. Right? I mean the reality of this is they're trying to put out this false narrative. It's almost like I mean if I came out and I was like the sky's purple um, bad choice because of the background colors. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it's something that's just that you come out and you just say over and over again. And then you get worried that people are going to start believing it. And you feel like you need to defend yourself. And for the most part, your defense is within your actions. You know, demonstrate that that's not the case the reality is it doesn't matter what they say anyways. They're, no, matter, no matter what you do, whether you do something right, whether you do something wrong, it's always going to be spun in the negative way. It's always going to be try, it's, They are always going to try to use everything they possibly can against you, whether it's true or not. Or maybe it's even in a... Uh, I'm trying to think. In a... In a, in a potential, you know, where it makes some sense. Like, for instance, as I'm thinking about it, I have this really, I will not borrow books anymore. It, for, for whatever reason, if I borrow a book, I mean, I have books. I have books all over the place. I don't really read a lot of books, but I have books. My books are fine. Nothing ever happens to my books. If I borrow someone's book, I swear to God, somebody will dump water on it. It will get smashed. It'll get destroyed. So I'm at the stage now in my life where it's like, if you want to lend me a book, don't lend me a book. You want to buy me a book? The address is listed in the in the in the video description. If you want to send me something, that's fine. But uh, I will not borrow anybody's book. So you could you could surmise or you could extrapolate out of that and say, oh well, you know, Dwayne can't keep keep anything nice because he'll ruin everything. What my point on that is, is they will use anything they can to try to, to spin it to follow their narrative. The thing is, is just focus on the end game. Like, for instance, I could have got irritated about, and I did. I mean, I mean, to be honest, I was irritated when I heard that comment. But the reality is, is that what is my end goal? My end goal is to get the documents without having to recreate them. You know, it's birth certificates and social security cards and stuff, which you can. 
And for instance, anybody out there who's sitting there going, oh, crap, I need to get my birth, you know, the kids' birth certificates and Social Security cards. You can just pay for duplicates. And if your ex is a real pain, <clears throat> excuse me, and you do not feel comfortable uh, putting yourself in that situation and getting poked in the eye, work around it. I kind of did this as, a, as an exercise just to see, well, what do I got to, you know, it, it's like a data point. How will this play out? And, and to be fair, it played out pretty much. Actually, hmm, I'm trying to think. I thought the answer would be no. I didn't think she w- would put him over there or send him over. And, uh, but I did finally ultimately ask. I finally sent an email saying, hey, I need these documents. Can you send them over? And I even put in there that I would send them back. I mean, whatever. The thing is, don't fall for their trap. They expect you to to operate in the way that they think that you're going to operate. So just be careful with that. Think, you know, think strategically not tactically. Don't focus on the little battle. Don't focus on, you know, I mean, I could have turned around and, and sent another note saying, how, how dare you send that? Not send that. Say that. How dare you say that? And try to insinuate this. How dare you tear me down with our kids? Try to make me look bad to make them think that I'm a piece of crap. I could have done that. Absolutely. Would I have been valid in it? Absolutely. I'm curious, people who are on, on the stream right now, you know, I'm sure every one of you think that I that would have been perfectly fine to turn around and, and retort back, you know, dear X, how dare you try to trash my, my character, my image, my not authority, authority is not the right word, to our, to our 15-year-old kid. You know, I could have, period. When are you ever going to stop playing these stupid effing games? I could have said that. Would have accomplished zero for me. I mean, maybe back in the old days, when I have felt a little bit better poking back, yeah, I would have felt a little bit better. Would have accomplished anything and achieve, and helped move me towards achieving achieving my ultimate goal of victory with the hearts and minds of my children? No. Would it have been used against me? Oh, hell yes, it would have been used against me. The thing is, all this stuff isn't easy to do, right? I've been doing this for, what, a little over nine years, playing the same stupid games and it just doesn't stop but now what I do is I focus on what is the end game that I'm going for what am I trying to do I mean right now I'm just trying to keep the kids stable try to minimize extra conflict and uh, I'm just trying to get through this next these next three years with the least amount of damage least amount of collateral damage and with, this, with the best relationship I possibly can have with, with my children. But uh, this is not easy. You know, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't, 
or don't take it out of context or think that you're not doing it right whenever you're getting irritated and struggling and wanting to lash back out. It's tough. This crap is really tough and it's emotionally draining. It doesn't feel like it ever ends. And, you know, each day you have to get up basically and say, okay, all right, you know, we're in the next day. We're starting again. I got to make sure that I, I, I achieve my objectives and stay focused on the ultimate mission. Oh, I see MFA. Let me, let me see if I can find this over here. See, now I got to do, do my little scrolly thing. MFA says, uh, uh, oh, look, let's, <laughs> no, let's not update. <laughs> let's not update my software right now. That would not be good. I apologize. Uh, MFA says, I need to prove my, my child's canceled insurance to put her on my insurance. You can likely imagine how long it took to get that one piece of paper from the ex. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm trying to think how, how that would work. Cause see, technically you could have dual insurance, but, uh, but I'm sure, yeah, your other insurance is going to be like, well, do they have insurance? So, oh, I'm sure MFA, that was a complete and colossal nightmare. And I pity any, but not pity. I, I, that's not the right word. I feel sorry for anybody who is forced to have to interact uh, with their ex in that regard. My, my issue last year, and when I went to do my tax, I always do my taxes early. So I went into the accountant and they're like, hey, um, yeah, you need uh, to, to claim your kids. You need all the documentation. And I'm like, I don't have the documentation. And it's like, oh, and I'm like, look, I'm not going to sit here at the last second and try to beg the ex for this documentation. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put myself in that situation. So you're either going to do it and I'll get you the documentation later or um, I'll do it myself because if I do it myself, I don't need to. I, I just don't like I've had the same tax tax person for the last. Holy crap, it's probably been 20 years now. Uh, I mean, they did our taxes when I was married. So, and it's been, well, nine years since then. So crazy, crazy. All right. That is, that's the topic for today. But now the last little part on this is I just want to mention is that uh, you guys are all better than you really think on this. You can get caught up in all of this. You can get provoked. You can, you know, feel like you're being, uh, well, not feel like you're being, you can be being gaslit and messed with and having your buttons pushed and you are so much stronger than you really think. Every one of you guys has, has gone through such a traumatic experience and in a lot of cases still are. And it takes a tremendous amount of strength to persevere through something like this. I mean, anybody going through this realizes that this is the most complicated, stressful, difficult situation you will ever have to endure. And the sad reality is until you end up here, you don't realize, you don't realize it, which is why it's so hard for other people to understand what you're going through. So on that, 
<laughs> um, uh, Marion, if I'm saying your name right, says, I also want to mention that DSC looks tired or I, can I see sadness or stress in his eyes? Uh, it could just be that I got up late um, and I'm a little clogged up from, uh, from uh, uh, allergies and such. I have to, I have to do this regiment before I go, before I do this. That's why every once in a while I'll, you'll see me kind of mute out so that you don't have to hear certain things, <laughs> but yes, I am okay. Thank you so much. I appreciate the, uh, the concern. Oh, Tiffany says, is the phone line down? Yeah, technically I haven't turned the phone line on. I'll do that. You know, I guess I'll go ahead and, uh, turn the lines back on. So in theory, the phone lines are open now. Uh, let's see. John says a psychiatrist friend of mine tells me I have to get it in my head that the person I knew is dead and doesn't exist anymore. And I would also add to that, John, that the reality is, is that person never existed. It was an illusion. They were playing a part and it wasn't real. And that's a really tough, uh, tough reality to come to grips with. It was really hard for me. That whole period of this, when I was like, oh my God, this last two decades was a, was a, was a fake. It wasn't real. It was all an illusion. It was all a manipulation and it wasn't based on reality. Man, that was a tough one. That was hard. That was hard to deal with. So, all right, I'm scrolling through here. Uh, Checo says, Narcs will always try to push your buttons either directly or through the kids. They can't live without conflict and can't bear to see us happy. Yeah, and just a little pro tip, just to throw out there, uh, don't go out of your way to show them that you're happy. If they want to think that you are miserable, that they've broken you, and, and I say this because I know early early in it for me, I did not want to give her that bit of satisfaction. I'm like, nope, I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that she knows that I'm doing okay, that she hasn't broken me, <clears throat> that I'm going to survive and I'm doing fine. What I quickly came to realize, and probably a lot of you have as well, is if they think that you're doing fine without them, they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that you remember that they're still a boat anchor around your head and trying to pull you under the water. <laughs> so just... so. It can go a long way if they just think that you're angry and bitter and, uh, and think that they are winning. They think that they're winning. Most of the time, they'll leave you alone. Not all the time, but most of the time. What I've noticed is now what my ex does is she has this, like when I sent that email for the, the paperwork, it was like, oh, since you brought that up, can I have, I want this back and I want that back. So it's kind of interesting. So it's like, it's, it, which is kind of nice because if I don't engage with her, then I don't have to do anything else. So, but anyways, all right, let me look through the rest of the comments here. 
Oh, this is interesting. DC says, DSD gives the new meaning to the term faking it. I know, it's kind of like the opposite, right? Because normally you fake it the other way. It's like, you know, fake it till you make it. Fake that everything is great. It's almost, it's almost the other way around. So that's, that's why I think she doesn't know about this channel. Because if she knew the emotional state I was really in, I think, on top of just the, the topic, right? Um, I think it would be... Um, I think that would create a whole a whole catalyst of problems. Now, however, there's the possibility that she, this could be the, the 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 best amount of supply ever. It's like, oh my god, my ex cannot get over me, so he's doing a channel where all he talks about is me every day. And you know, I mean, I, I, every once in a while, I get somebody who who kind of accuses me of that. I mean, the reality is, and I'll just touch on this for a moment before I go to the the caller, and that is, my take on this has always been: I remembered how difficult this and how dark it was for me going through this, and I also remember how nobody would be honest with me about how they really feel through this, how it manifests itself. So I figured if I put myself out there and I'm honest with how I was feeling or how I am feeling, that at least someone else going through it can look at it and go, oh, crap, that's exactly what I'm doing, right? I mean, I haven't said this in a while, but a lot of times it feels like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm uh, you know, not being the macho man or, or, you know, messing with my man card, so to speak, by putting all this stuff out here. But at the end of the day... I mean, if I can help a handful of people to see that there is hope and light at the end of this and to help them not give up and help them turn their lives around, which now I, I mean, I've been doing, doing this long enough that I get emails and I get notes and I really appreciate it when, when I get those. So where people basically say just that. So it keeps me motivated to keep going because I don't think, I'm not sure, but I don't think there's a lot of chance. I don't know if there is any other channel out that does what I'm doing um, in, the, in the way I'm doing it. And, and, and to be real, or to be perfectly honest on that, I, I don't really spend a lot of time looking, you know, I'm not, I don't go looking to see, you know, where is there a, a DSD 2.0 or 3.0 out there. So I am going to go to, as soon as I hit the right button here, to uh, the caller or a caller. Hello, welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going good, except for morning clearing my throat. Good God. I'm start talking <laughs> I, I, to more people in the morning. I, I punched you in right at the perfect time, right? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So what's going on? You, um, I, I see documents. We're talking documents today. Yes. So with documents, you, you 100%. Well, actually, I want to touch on this first. You have the only support group like like this um all the rest of them are kind of not as helpful it's almost like a therapy session oh thanks i appreciate that that's what so, i'm trying to do well i meant like you know the 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 idea that therapy isn't all that helpful when you have someone questioning you like how does that make you feel uh, uh, i just need someone to help me figure out what the best thing to do for me is yeah yeah, good, good point. Yeah, and that's and, and yeah, that's one of the things I try to do as well. So, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, but for the documents, I mean, we need we have a responsibility to our children to just become this 
ultimate solo parent, which I know can be difficult. Yeah. Um, but as far as the documents go, like any, any type of, you're the other legal parent and you just need to be up on your game and you need to pretend like the other parent is completely dead and now you're a single parent. And that's going to be the best way to get over any of the, the hiccups that come on down the line of they're not sharing documents or they're not um, being proactive, whatever the reason may be. Right. And that's going to help you as an individual deal with all all of this. I mean, I know it's stressful to be a single parent in this aspect, but it's going to help you in the long run. On top of that, it's going to show your kids that you're persevering and you're, you're a great solo parent. And, you know, mom or dad has it all together like all the time. Yeah, no, you're right. Spot on. Um, and the only thing I would add on that, and I think this is what you meant is, you know, if the other parents gone and they died in a fiery, fiery car crash and all the documentation was destroyed, then you have to get your own copies. And that's what you do. You just, you know, you go back. If you need birth certificates, you go do it. You know, when you need medical records, you go get them or the shot records. I had to go get duplicates of those. Uh, cause none of that would ever be shared. You have to basically just pretend like the other person is there and not get irritated that uh, the person is there and they're just making things as difficult as possible. It's a tough one. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate it. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? Well, it's just like me and the dental appointments with my ex is yeah. he kicked back the dentist office to talk to me about his insurance. And I'm like, I don't have access to his insurance. I, I don't know. I don't, I know he has insurance. I would like to put it on, but I don't know what it is. I don't know what the claim number is. I have no clue. Yeah. And I can't get access to it. But that's one of the, the sad things where, you know, I, I can't prove it. I can't disprove it. And really what it all came down to after two days of talking to the dentist's office, text battling with him, it ended up being that my son had the wrong birth date down. So they couldn't access the insurance. Oh, wow. And that was probably done on purpose because that would, right? One day probably. off, one day off or, you know, oh, it's just a mistake. Oh, I got the date and the month mixed up. It's not, you know, August or August 7th. It's July 10th or, or whatever. I'm trying to do the math in my head. No, that's a good one. Hey, thanks for calling and sharing with that. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. So I'm going to look at some of the comments. Allswell says they, uh, they all really do play with the insurance. Oh God, what mine would do. I mean, I would, I would get forced to like, you got to provide this information. I'm like, I've already provided it. Well, you got to provide it again. I'm like, Oh my God. It's so frustrating. Anything they can do to create havoc is what they're going to do. They don't stop. It's like a damn Terminator. They just keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. So frustrating. There's another caller. I'm going to, I'll go to that here in a second. Let me just look through some more or just get caught back up or try to get caught back up on the comments. Oh, I like this. Will says, uh, that's the thing I've done, caller. I'm the parent. I don't depend on her for anything. Guys, I, let me just dwell on that for a moment. Your best bet on this 
me just do this. Your best bet on this is to go completely around the other parent. If they're not sharing information, even if the court order says, and I'm sure it does, that they're supposed to share it, go around them. If that means going to the teachers, go to the teachers. If that means going to the doctors to get other information or find out the appointments. And don't expect everyone to be super supportive of this. I, I'm, I mentioned in the past about the uh, about trying to get the, the therapist to tell me when the appointments were. And they're like, we're not going to do that. We won't do that. We're not going to call you and let you know when the appointment is. And I'm like, so I mean, it was, it was infuriating. But it's like, okay, what's the way around it? I started calling once a week saying, hey, I'm dad. Do the kids have any appointments scheduled this week? I can't remember. And uh, then they would tell me. It's, uh, it's um, definitely, definitely not a fun experience. Oh, moderator Debbie is on. Hold on. I wasn't expecting that. Um, oh, I, I wish I could find this one. Marion had said, uh, yes. My kid's father would come to court with a huge stack of paper as evidence against me. The abuser was him, but he has all the re, uh, reactive abuse evidence from two years ago. Uh, I panic because I have, uh, I'm assuming, I don't know what the next part about that is. Well, here's the other thing on this, and this is a sad reality. You respond to, or you react, not respond. You react to their provocations. They will absolutely hang on to that till the end of time to try to prove their situation. Well, there was this one time, this one time five years ago, whenever I asked a, a simple innocuous question and Merson came back and said, I was a horrible person. Look at this email. Don't look at the date. Don't, don't look that it was in 20, you know, 2009. I remember at one point, I'm trying to remember who, I'm trying to remember who it was. I don't know if it was a custody evaluation or maybe one of the therapy appointments or something. And, uh, and it was, it was talking about how I was doing and it was like, oh, well, I haven't seen, I haven't seen, well, here, let me do it this way. Uh, I haven't seen any, all I know is the behavior that I saw from the, from the day he left. So that's, that's the person I know if he's changed. I don't know if there's, 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 there's a change. There's, there's no change. It's the same thing. There's no difference. There's, it's all the same. <laughs> In case if you didn't know, I was trying to channel my uh, inner office space with the guy with the red stapler. <laughs> I saw a little video clip of that the other day. It, for people watching, does anybody remember that movie? If you do, just say office space. In capital letters, if you can. <laughs> All right. And while you guys are doing that, I'm going to go to this other caller on area code 425. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hello. Hey, how are you doing today? Um, doing all right. Um, your topic you were talking at the beginning of your show, how we um, don't want to fall into the trap of giving the... Um, uh, narcissist, the satisfaction, how we um, are trying to prove that we are happy and we don't want to prove it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let them think that. What if we fell into the trap of trying to prove we are happy, not giving them the satisfaction? Because 
in my situation, I've called you before. Mm-hmm. My daughter, she's 12, um, the coronavirus. Right. She has uh, turned her against me. And I fell into the trap of, okay, he wants me to beg my daughter to see me, call, beg, beg. She keeps telling me no for two months. And I, okay, no, I'm not going to beg anymore. I'm not going to do that. So that would be me not satisfying him. But no, it's been, it's been seven months. And how does one just, okay, fine. I want to give him the satisfaction or I want to beg for her, but it's been so long. How does one start up again after so much time? My daughter's 12. She'll be thinking, Mom, I haven't heard from you in months. Why, why, why now? I thought we ended this. Why, why, how does one start up again of trying to get contact? Now, I just want to ask, just to, to go back, the last time you had called in, you were in the process of filing some court paperwork to enforce visitation. Has anything happened right. with that or not? I, I am. I have got my papers filled out. Um, I had it down to 15 papers. Now right. I've got it down to 10 oh, good. Okay. papers. Um, I'm just thinking, okay, don't bring up things that happened years ago. Okay. Limit right. to what's within this one year. Okay. If it's been past a year, just take it out. Just Okay. And if the judge maybe asks, I will, I don't know how that all works out. So I'm, um, now I have everything ready. And I am just, some papers I don't understand. Okay, I'm in the fear. Do I file these papers, even though I might have I would say I would say I'm in pause mode. I would say yes, you should go ahead and file them. Because here's the thing. All you're trying to do right now is enforce visitation. Prior to this COVID thing, you guys had a schedule that was being followed. COVID happened. It got obliterated. And now your ex has created a situation to where... He's using it to basically isolate, well, basically isolate your daughter from you. And since he's playing games, you're kind of left without any other choice but to go to court and say, hey, look. And I mean, and realistically, you know, you could even consolidate it down with even more. Say, look, all I want is the visitation. The court order says a visitation is whatever it is. Let's say it's 50-50 just for argument's sake. It's 50-50. I haven't had my 50-50 in a period of time because of COVID. I tried to, you know, I mean, this COVID serious was playing the game. Now there's ways to where, you know, we're opening things back up. People are sharing, you know, kids are going back and forth. This is, un- this is not right. And all I want is a visitation order. And, you know, I mean, that's, I mean, you, unfortunately to really get your ex to change on that, you're going to have to, you're going to have to play that play that card. I mean, you've already tried to talk to him. You've already tried to beg. You've already tried to negotiate. You've, tr- you've tried everything. And, and, I, and I know the position you're in because anytime we're in a situation where we're asking the ex to say yes and they can say no, it seems like 90% of the time, maybe even higher, they're going to say no just because they can. And then it's really triggering for us because it just brings up all the emotions. You know, I mean, it's uh, anyway. So my my thought on this is you you need to because it's been a few weeks since you've um, trying to see when the last time you called it was in a, a 
like mid-October. Three weeks ago. Yeah. Right, I mean, October 3rd or something. So, because so, the reality is, is even if you file something, it's probably going to take a, a month or so, maybe longer to get in. So I would encourage you just to go ahead and file it just to get the ball rolling. You know, I mean, if you're representing yourself. Right. I mean, you know, I have proof. Yeah. yeah, see, uh, talking to you makes me feel so much better because I, I get wrapped up in the thoughts of what my family is telling me. Things like, you are despicable of what you're doing to your daughter. You need to see her. And yet my family doesn't understand. I have been trying to see her, but I also don't want to give him that satisfaction of, I am begging because it took me two months of begging just to get her to go out to dinner with me for one hour. I was limited yeah. to 60 minutes and just two months of, can we just please go to dinner? And yes, okay, we got this date set and I've been waiting the day of two hours before you, you know what you sh- dinner. You know what I would recommend? Because they have other plans. That doesn't surprise me. What, what I would say just to have your documentation trail is maybe set it up to where you, like once a week you send an email saying, Hey, look, Bill, you know, I want to see my daughter. When can I see her this week? And just basically send it, you know, every week. So that that way, when you do end up in court, you have this body of evidence showing that you were, you were trying to, trying to not, you know, not have to go to court, but now you're there. So. And you say, you know, I have been doing all of that. I even have giving him four weeks notice of her dentist appointment that is coming up that she needs this dentist appointment are you or i going to take her him ignoring that message oh of course course. i'm trying and no the the the, the thing is then the fear of my family telling me how despicable i am makes me feel I'm going to lose in court. This is a scary thing to do. You know but then I talk to you and st- I do everything. Yes. St- I- stay away. Okay. <laughs> here, here's the other thing. And to, we'll wrap this up. But, but the last thing I want to leave you with is this. Anybody who's not helping you emotionally in this whole process, stay the hell away from them. They might in their mind trying to think that they're being helpful, but it's not. Whenever we're struggling dealing with, you know, living in the middle midst of this, and other people are throwing out advice based on nothing but their own opinion, and they have no concept of what we're actually dealing with, stay away from them. Because I, I, I know what you're talking about. I've been in the same situation where people are giving you crappy advice, telling you that you're wrong, and you need to do it this way. And by you doing it this way, this is what's going to happen. And all it does is it adds to your, to your anxiety and your fear, and it doesn't help, you know? Yes, there's some things you need to be doing. You're doing it, but it's so easy to get to get stuck in fear that, uh, especially when other people are giving you their opinion, that uh, is just making things worse. Follow your heart and what you know you need to do, which I think you're doing. You've called in enough to where I mean we've discussed that, and you do need to get the paperwork in, right? I mean, I would you know, you need to add that on the priority to figure out how you're going to finish that up and file it. Because ultimately what's going to happen is you, uh, with the way your ex is being, is you're going to have to get up, get into court and say, okay, a judge is going to have to say, okay, we're done. The court order says this, this is what we're going to do. Or worst case, they say, okay, we're going to modify it, but it's going to be this. But to have something back on paper that he can be held, that your ex can be held accountable for. 
the, the, the pitfall you have, or all of us have really had through this COVID thing, is it's added a completely un- unprecedented wrinkle into the mix that nobody really knows how to deal with. So unfortunately, this isn't like, I mean, if it wasn't COVID and your ex just turned around and said, hey, you know what, I've decided, I've decided that uh, the, it's in our best interest for our, for our daughter to never see you again, he can't do that. Unfortunately, COVID has opened up the door where people can do that, and a lot of people that's happened to so you're not alone in this. So, but, but, you know, whatever you have to do, you know, post a note on the door, work on the paperwork or, or pick a date saying, okay, by next Friday, you're going to have it submitted. You're going to file it. Then do that. Uh, if you're, most courts have, uh, I don't know if they're called like friends of the court or whatever, but they'll have areas to help you fill paperwork out. They won't give you legal advice. Facilitator. Facilitator. Th- yeah. Court facilitator. Thank you. I couldn't remember the term. Uh, that will help you with that, right? So, I mean, if you need to make sure, then say, okay, you know what? I'm going to finish this paperwork this week. On Tuesday, I'm going to go down to the court facilitator and have them make sure that I didn't mess up any of the paperwork. And then either that day or, you know, I'll, I'll go back and make any changes. And then on Friday, I'm going to file it and just give yourself a hard deadline and say, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And in the, meet, in the meantime, do send an email uh, or something you know, and, and, but do it in a way to where you're not expecting an answer and you're really only doing it. I mean, if he turns around and he says, you know, says, yes, that's fine. But that way you're not chasing, you're not begging, you're not chasing just simply, you can be like, you know, hi, Bill, comma, you know, COVID's, you know, COVID's basically, you know, whatever, we're in a time where we can do the sharing or however you want to say it just say, or you could just say, hi, Bill, comma, when can I see my daughter? And then that's, and then put your name and then just send that. And then next Monday you could say in, you know, you could even say in reference to the email I sent on Monday or on, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, let's say if it was today, November 3rd, uh, and that for, you're talking about it next week, whatever, and just re forward that every week on, on, on the same day so that that way you can take that paperwork in and say, exhibit, exhibit one, you know, look, I've been trying to, to facilitate this with no response. I send a weekly email. I finally did that just for my own sanity because I couldn't keep chasing him. And that's, this is, this is a trail and he won't respond. So anyways, hang in there. You know, I know this is, this is really, all right, have a good rest of your day and make sure you get that stuff done. Put it on your thing and, and, and start working towards that. Get it done. Yes. Thank you. Take care. You too. Man, you know, the power of them saying no. I remember, oh, geez, I got to look at the time. I forgot to look at the time. Uh, I remember during this at one point when I did still, you know, talk with my mom. She's like, well, you guys need to switch days, switch times because our schedule is different. So why don't you just ask, you know, ask your ex to, to swap? I'm like, I'm not going to ask her. She's not going to do that. You know, all she's going to do is say no. Every time I ask a question, the answer is if she can say no, just to say no, it's going to be no. I'm not going to ask. Well, you need to ask. You need to ask. What do you got to lose? You should just ask. I'm like, all right, fine, fine. You know, basically drafted off an email saying, hey, can we switch the schedules around? <clears throat> no. <laughs> that was that was it. <laughs> the email came back. N-O. Not my just Dwayne. I've thought... Long and hard about your request. 
and I've pondered the outcome of what it would mean if we switched weeks. And with heavy heart, I think about all the things that would change, and it just will not work at this time. But I appreciate your interest. <laughs> God. No, it was N-O. No. The answer is no. Actually, it was kind of funny because that was one of those ones where it was like, we need to talk. Why can't we talk? We should send emails together, you know, that type of crap. And I'm like, hey, well, since we're talking, can we, uh, what do you think? Can we swap weekends around? You know, you don't freaking work. You got nothing going on. Uh, the, you know, it would help, uh, it would help me out. No. <laughs> what do you got going on? That's none of your business. <laughs> Oh, it's funny now. Oh my God, it wasn't funny then. You know, the funny, the funny part is, what I'll say is that I was so, I thought I was doing okay, but when that came back, oh my God, that was triggering. Oh man, that made me angry. I'm like, seriously? Seriously? And the funny part is it, it ticked my mom off too. I'm like, I told you we shouldn't have asked. At least now she gets to deal completely with with the ex, I don't have to deal with her anymore. Uh, short version of this for anyone who doesn't know who's new to the channel. A few years back, when I started putting boundaries down with my my mom, she decided to retaliate by becoming friends with my ex and hanging out with her. You're a scumbag and an asshole. So we've decided to make friends with with your ex. Oh my god, I almost said her name. Uh, and I'm like, oh dude, that was a bad day. That was that was not a that was not a good day. <laughs> Anyways, um, I digress. Uh, one thing I do want to say, um, just quickly, because I see some comments on the Discord, and I'm sorry I'm missing it. But if you are a channel member and you sign up for the Discord, if you go into your personal Discord configurations and you connect your YouTube channel with your Discord account it will automatically link your memberships and give you permissions to the member only area. If you don't under, if that doesn't make sense, direct message me with you get when you get on to the discord and I will send you step-by-step -step instructions on how to do that. All right. So it looks like I have time to do the next caller. And let me do this. All right. It's area code three, three, zero. Hello and welcome to the show. Hello, Dwayne. Hey, how you doing this morning? Good. This is Dave Fisher. Hey, Dave, how you doing? What's what? What's I see you want to talk about fathers' rights. I think what's what's the what's on your mind? Right. Yeah. I, well, I've been battling this dysfunctional divorce for uh, well nine years ago. She filed, and the final divorce decree came down seven years ago. But uh, I've actually got a got a tip uh, for you and your, your viewers, your listeners. Nice. Uh, and I've never heard this, this brought up, but uh, it uh, it's worked for me. Um, several years ago, when uh, my ex filed for divorce, she said she wanted to communicate by text. Well, I wasn't a texter. I had to learn how to text to uh, communicate with her just to see my kids. Oh, wow. But when she was sending me some, uh, let's say, nasty texts, I went to my provider and I said, well, I'd like to get a copy of these texts. Well... I was told I had to get a court order and do this and do that. And it was like an act of Congress. Really? Hmm. So I tried to think outside of the box. And at that time I had like 
zero, zero money. Yeah. There was a point in time where I had $2 in my pocket and $2 in my checking account, but I still saw my kids. Oh, good. Uh, but I had an old, uh, the flip phone. And that's how I communicated for up to the last couple of years or so. But uh, what I did, uh, those things would hold like 250, 255 text messages. And when it was full, I would throw it in a box and go to Walmart and pick up another flip phone, which I'm not sure what they are now, but at that time they were like 13 bucks. And we just start all over again. Dude, that's so ingenious. I love last, that. Uh, well, hey, <laughs> it was the best thing I could come up with to stay out of the court system. And But I, I've got a dozen of those flip phones I can go back. If you give me a date, I can charge the phone. I can go back and pull up any text she's ever sent me in nine years. That's awesome. I mean, that's, that's an, I would never think of doing, never would have never thought about that, but that's a, that's an interesting way to do it. That's funny. Good for I you, man. Poor man's answer to, <laughs> you know, if my kids ever have a question, well, why'd you do this? Or why'd you do, you know, yeah. what, I can go right back, charge, give me the date, give me the date, look it up and I'll tell you exactly what she said, what happened. So. That's awesome, man. That's good for you. I love that. Thanks for sharing that. I appreciate that. That's cool. <laughs> well, I just, I just, there again, I was just doing anything I could, thinking outside of the box, trying to stay out of the court system and the legal yeah. mess jungle that's out there that we all got to deal with. So, uh, but yeah, I had never heard that brought up. I just thought I'd throw it out there. You know, you can pass that along. And uh, I mean, it, it works for me. As long as you can charge that battery, you can, uh, you can call up those texts. So I yeah. got them numbered and dated. So that's awesome. I love that. That's, I would have never thought about that. That's pretty ingenious, man. I love that. Problem solving. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, thanks for sharing that. I've got a four, <laughs> I got a four drawer file cabinet full of documentation over this yeah. thing and nobody wants to look at it. So yeah, they just want to ignore it. So yeah, I know it's, it's, so, but it, you but, know, at least you have it at least I, Anyways, I don't want to go. I don't want to go down that path. I'm still excited about your your ingenious phone phone uh, storage method. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, thanks for sharing well, that, Dave. I appreciate it, man. That. If that helps anybody else out, you know, it, it helped me at the time, and uh, I did get a smartphone a couple of years ago. I I was able to put some money together and come up with a smartphone. But uh, but yeah, that that's just a, just an idea, a little helpful hint for for you. You can pass it along. You know, your viewers, your listeners, anybody will help out that's been caught in this in this mess so yeah all right thanks man have a good rest of your day hey you take care bye that's i, I like this uh let's see i t i tumbler says using common sense and thinking outside the box uh strategic is key that is cool <laughs> um I mean, it, it probably if you could somehow pull that off on a computer now that would probably be a good idea but uh that is, man, isn't it weird how, you know, you, you that's kind of a problem. I have a problem where I, I get fixated on how something's supposed to work. And then I, I go down this path and it's like, it has to be this way. And sometimes just take a step back, take an objective look at things and say, okay, well, I can't get the damn provider to give me the, the, uh, the records, which is frustrating, but whatever. So how can you do it? That's awesome. I love that. All right, let me look at the, <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm just checking some comments. I have one other caller, so I'll grab that here in a second. Um, 
Alex says, I have about 30,000 texts from my ex-wife on my phone. Oh, the only other thing I would say on that, for the most part, I would recommend against using text just because you don't want them to have access, direct line access to you at all times. It just isn't, isn't good, right? You want to be able to have it set up. And I finally re- figured this out because I didn't realize it. Like if you, if you have a cloud account and you set a rule in the cloud to move things around, you can have it move emails from your ex into a holding folder so that you only look at it whenever you want to look at it. Because the last thing you need is for you to be having a good day, good morning, watching the sunrise, drinking your 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 home well home it's Folgers but let's pretend that it's a it's a, a pour over with custom ground beans and you're having a nice morning and you're not thinking about it and your phone goes bzz, bzz. And you're like oh i'm receiving a text and you pick up your phone and you're like oh crap <laughs> you don't want that they don't deserve direct access to you anymore don't let them have that all right let me, uh, I am going to try to go to this last caller in the last few minutes. Unfortunately, it'll be quick, but, uh, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, Dwayne. How are you? I'm good. Sorry that I'm bringing you in at the last little bit. So you're gonna have to make it quick. What's going on? I will. I was the last caller yesterday, so I learned my lesson. Um, <laughs> uh, really quick for mediation. I know I started looking you up based on parallel parenting versus co-parenting. Is that something that I can bring up in mediation to suggest like, listen, because we don't get along well, can we do this instead or don't even say it and just do it? Um, I don't know if I'd bring it up because see what they could try to use it to spin it around saying that you're not willing to try to work with them. Um, parallel parenting or counter parenting. Sometimes I call it that as well is one of those things where it's just, the inevitability that we deal with and you, what you don't want to do because see what typically, and the reason I say this is what typically would happen is, is you would say, okay, you know, we can't get along. We need to, let's write on how we're going to parallel parent, right? More than likely, not a hundred percent sure, but more than likely your ex will turn around and will say, well, I want to co-parent, you know, my ex just won't do it. You can see right here. She's, she, she's not willing to even consider co-parenting. It's so sad. Right. And <laughs> sorry, I think the coffee's kicking in, but okay. I, so, so I would just, you know, I, think you know him. The, I, I don't, I don't want to use your name cause I, but, uh, uh, cause I'm not sure if you, anyways, I digress. They're all the same. They're all the same. doesn't matter if it's yeah. a guy or a girl, they follow the same damn tactics. It's, it's, it, it's crazy. You know, I mean, people think, that yeah. that uh, it's all one sided, but it's not. I mean, a, a a man can be follow this pattern just as easily as a as a as a woman can. And the crazy part is, what I've seen yeah. over the four years of this channel is how many how many moms and women will come up and say, "Oh my God, how how does this your story compare to my story?" It's because they're the same. They all use the same playbook. You know, it's just maybe one of them has a higher voice and the other one has a lower voice. And, you know, I mean, there are some nuances that, uh, you know, some nuances that are gender specific. But for the most part, the tactics are the same. Anyways, so was that helpful? One more quick. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Super helpful. I know that you do one on ones. Can I do a one on one just to prep for mediation? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I don't, yeah, awesome. m- most people do the coaching as in like, 
okay, you know, here, buy a pack. I do one off. I mean, because I, I realize that sometimes people just need, some people want, you know, an ongoing thing. Other people just need kind of a sanity check. So I do make that available. Unfortunately, yeah. because of the holidays for November, I think next mm-hmm. week will be the only week I have available this month. So I guess anybody who wants to do coaching, um, you know, book the time for, cause that's basically the time I'm going to have for this month. Otherwise the kids are here and I don't, I generally don't do coaching, um, when they're here cause it's just complicated. So, all right. Okay. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. Yeah. No worries. All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah. So guys, uh, the thing I'll just end with that is, is just when you're trying to do this, be, be strategic in what you're, what you're doing in your communications and try to do the chess moves to think about how they would use something against against you. Like for instance, and I know I'm going back to this, but but going in and saying, you know, well, let's set up a parallel parenting situation because they won't co-parent, more than likely they're gonna turn around and say they're gonna they're gonna start throwing the co-parenting term around and saying that you're not doing it. It's just it's I follow again, going back to them following the same playbook. More than likely, that's exactly what they are going to do and how they would do that. So let me just look at, uh, oh, Ty Tumblr says, to the caller, if the ex is being unreasonable, be the first to leave mediation. Don't waste your time. Yeah. And here's the reality on mediation. Technically or legally, the, whatever happens in mediation has no bearing on court. So you can throw ideas out there. You can talk about things and double check. I mean, I'm not an attorney, so don't, don't take what I'm saying as, uh, as gospel. But when I went through it, what, what they told us, excuse me, is, um, that whatever's discussed will not be sent to the judge. This is unless there's a mediated agreement that's written down, all conversation is, is, you know, I don't know if they said privileged or whatever, but, but technically it wouldn't go, go to, uh, the court. If you have an attorney, double check, talk with them to get, uh, to make sure, to make sure you double check with that. But, um, that's my understanding. Let's see. I'm just scrolling around. We only got a, we're almost down to the last, last minute of the show. Oh, someone had earlier had said, Hey, make this a two hour show guys. Just, just to throw it out there. I, I do this show from six to seven because this is like the only time slot I could do this and still do my day job. At one point, if this ever explodes and I become, you know, the Tom Likas of, of uh, divorce recovery, <laughs> I don't know if that was a good example, but that was just pop, popped into my head. Uh, then this would definitely be a longer show and it wouldn't be at the time slot it's at. But unfortunately, um, I have to, to, to pay the bills. I have to keep my day job. Which means it's only an hour show. I wish it was longer. But on that, thank you guys for hanging out for me, hanging out with me, hanging out with me on this day. Uh, I appreciate the conversation. I'm really glad that we kind of kept it focused on topics. So thank you guys so much for that. I do want to thank the channel members. We've got a few new ones who have clicked the button, decided to support the channel. It really means a lot to me that. I mean, subscribing is awesome, but when someone actually clicks that button and there's actually a financial commitment, even if it's two bucks, that's, uh, it's very humbling. So thank you so much for the support and we'll catch you guys on tomorrow's show.